do a full Jackson. So sit down, buckle up, keep your arms and legs inside of the car at all times because I'm gonna go for a full 45 fucking minutes. advertising on my page when I have like 10 fans and they've got 3 billion twice I hear a voice okay welcome everyone to the someone needs to say it podcast tonight we're very excited because we have the intrepid traveler of podcasts crippled Jesus on the show this guy drops into every podcast that I'm a fan of, and he's always got something crazy, stupid, or both to say. Cripple Jesus, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I just took an Adderall, so I'm shot out of a cannon, and I'm ready to do the show. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. You spend a lot of time just, I don't want to say trolling, but perusing podcasts or whatever. <laughs> I got to believe you spend a lot of time just every day listening to podcasts and finding interesting stuff. Well, uh, yeah, you know, I'm always sitting. I mean, I don't get a lot of activity. And what better to do while you're sitting down than listen to podcasts? And over the years, I've had a lot of podcasts that I take likings to. And really, the whole... uh idea of me calling in it's not like i appreciate the fans and stuff i know i have people that like me on shows but it always starts as oh you know i i like dick masterson i like carl i want to talk to those guys so it really it's mostly my own volition if i like you or your podcast i'm probably going to be on your show <laughs> I, I I like that confidence that you can just say, um, if I like that podcast, I'm probably going to be on your show because a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I probably did that my first call in where like I thought to myself, oh, was I funny there? Or I wonder what so and so thought about me or if I was funny or not. And I just realized if you say fuck it. So all those thoughts, you will be a lot funnier. So if you just go in with the intention that, you know what, I like this show and I'm going to be on it and I'm going to do this and I don't give a shit if other people like it or not, you're actually going to get more people on your side that way. I have to believe that's true because you got me on your side that way. The first time I heard you on WATP was about a year ago, and uh, you had mentioned it came up somehow that you were in Michigan. I knew you were close to me, and I was like, I got to talk to this motherfucker. And we were going to do something, but that was right before COVID broke big. You were at school, and then you had to, you had to go home, and everything was shut down, and it turned into a clusterfuck. Right, yeah. So because of the uh, government shutdown and... Uh... Um, our wonderful governor, Gretchen Whitman, who I definitely don't want to harm in any way. Um, we had to shut down all classes. You know, my 
my poker rooms are closed. Granted, I still go to house games. I keep up with most of my social circle, but in terms of doing my own content, that slowed down quite a bit just because it's, uh, it's, it, this whole lockdown, it adds a lot of stuff to your life and you, you don't realize how much you miss going outside. Until the government makes it illegal to go outside, then you realize that uh, you needed that in your life. I won't give any of your information away, but um, your college was like an hour, hour and a half from uh, where you are now. You're not in the condition that you can just drop and jump in the car and go drive for you know and see those people that you you used to go outside and see and do shit with. So I have to imagine. In a lot of ways, it was fucking worse for you. Well, yeah, in the beginning, it was worse because, you know, we didn't have any uh, poker games set up. Nobody was really hanging out or anything. But uh, I, I got to really thank my dad because he's been acting as a chauffeur, uh, for the lack of the better word, through this whole time. And I, I've been able to pretty much hang out and do everything I want to do. Now, you went to Western, right? Uh, Eastern. 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 All right. Yeah. And that's still, that's a little less than Western, but that's still a little ways from, um, where you're residing now. For me, an extra 45 minute drive would kind of suck, but it wouldn't be a problem. But for you, it's got to be a huge ordeal. Cause like you said, you got to get someone else, you know, your dad to help you with it and shit, you know, that's fucked up. Yeah, I, um, so I could have the opportunity to get a, uh, a driver's license, but because I'm crippled, you have to go to a regular driver's school, and then you have to go to the driver's school for, uh, retards, which is three extra years on top of driver's school, so I, I basically said I, I don't have time for that, so whenever I need to go somewhere, I have to have a driver. Yeah, my my dad had a buddy who was a, he was a paraplegic, he couldn't use his legs, and he had to go through all that, but you know, he had all hand controls on his car, I know it would be a little different for you, but he had to jump through a bunch of extra hoops to uh, get his driver's license. Yeah, it's, uh, my doctor told me that it would take about three extra years for the hand control thing. I, and, uh, right now when I'm at, uh, you know, I, I make it work because I love podcasting, but realistically, I probably shouldn't be podcasting right now with everything on my schedule. Dude, it's the one thing you obviously, uh, maybe not the one thing, but it's one of the things you obviously very much enjoy, so I would say you should be doing it. Oh, yeah, 100%. And uh, the other things I like are drugs and gambling, and I'm doing those as well. So <laughs> I like those also, so I feel you on that. You smoke weed, obviously, right? Uh, yeah, I... I got a uh, medical marijuana card. It wasn't obviously that hard. You just roll in, and they don't even have to ask what's wrong with you. They just look at you. Yeah, they asked me like five or six questions when I got mine, but I imagine you, if you rolled in, they'd go like, here's your card. Well, if, I, if the doctor said what's wrong with you, I would ask him if he was blind. That would be the next question, <laughs> but... 
do you do hallucinogenics and stuff like that? No, I'm I'm more of an upper guy. So right now I uh, have I quote have ADD, and what better way to treat that than uh, 15 milligrams uh, right. once a day at least? So I I am a you know it really I would imagine it's what cardio feels like to normal people. I I, I don't know if you know, but I don't exactly get a lot of jogging in in my daily routine. But uh, it's, it's taking any kind of speed. It just it gets your heart racing and you're ready to go. I won't talk about drugs for too long because I don't want this to turn into Joe Rogan. But. No, no, we won't do that. I am um, I'm 50 years old. I've probably done every drug under the sun, but nowadays it's just like a beer and weed is all I'm into. You know, it's not going to be a drug show. I was just wondering. Yeah, I I would say gambling is probably my main vice. Oh, uh, I gamble too. I do. Uh, <laughs> Hold'em, I I love the game in Texas. Hold'em, and I have a I have a foolproof strategy. I don't know if you have time to get into that, but yeah, I would love to hear it actually because I play Hold'em. So this operates. Uh, a lot of the people, and uh, you're not because you've talked to me plenty of times, but a lot of people are under the assumption that because I'm in the chair, I am uh, I'm medically retarded, as well as my body not working. I would so think, my, uh, wait, I would think your mind's probably sharper because that's the one muscle you get to exercise all the time. Uh, no, it's uh, most people think that I'm retarded, actually. Uh, I, I don't really know why. Maybe they think I got into a car accident and I got brain damage along with this. But um, because most people think I'm retarded, I basically act retarded at the poker table. Nice. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I make tired noises. I drool. Uh, forgetting to pay the blinds is a good one. All these subtle tricks you can do. and. Uh, you're, the opponents at the table are thinking, oh, this guy's a retard. He obviously doesn't have a hand. If he raises 350, I'm gonna call him and I'll be good. And then when you get to the end of the hand, you realize that I flopped a full house and I took all your money. And they probably really just think, oh, retard got lucky that time. And they'll do the same thing next time. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I used to call this uh, the Helen Keller, but I came up with a better name for it. It's called Downsing. And uh, <laughs> really, even if, you're not, even if you're not forced to be in a wheelchair like me, you could just buy one on Amazon for 80 bucks and try it. And it, it definitely works. Dude, I I love that you're so open about it, but I gotta think there's a bunch of woke people that are sitting around going, uh, "Oh, dude, he, he, he's gonna you, he's gonna bigger, set the crippled is, community back twenty years." <laughs> yeah, this is bigger than the loss of my wigs. Okay, so around about two thousand seven, uh, women decided that we weren't allowed to say the word retarded. And you would see these ads that are like, oh, you know, I don't say retarded. A fucking Timmy with Down syndrome is going to cry about it. And say, oh, 
my uh, my friend Jim just put a bunch of money into uh, Ripple because he thinks that it's going to fly off. That's retarded, right? It's not. You don't say that word to describe someone who's actually mentally disabled. But uh, somewhere along the line, the women decided that we weren't allowed to say that word. And that really is the biggest loss to me. I would rather be able to say retard in public than to walk. I could never make that statement because I'm not in the position as you, but I wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment. You know what I mean? I would never call a mentally challenged person a retard. I wouldn't do that. That's that's being a dick. But if I want to call one of my buddies who says something stupid retarded, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, mean like, it... uh, yeah, we're both in Detroit, right? And I, yeah. I heard the other day that Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback in, in the NFL. And you know what I said to that? I said, shut up, retard. <laughs> exactly. That, that's retarded. No, he's a good quarterback, but if you think he's in the top five, you're retarded. That's fucking Yeah, good. exactly, exactly. We'll get uh, all my cripple questions out of the way first since we were talking about that. Sure, yeah. Um, who is your favorite cripple? Uh, me. Besides you. Besides me, uh, that's a, a hard one. It could be you a know, fake cripple. It I, could I be a fake cripple. Say, have you heard of uh, Young Crip on Twitter? No, no, I, I, I'm not too into Twitter. He's a guy, he's a Twitter comedian, and he does these videos where he talks to his mom. And it's uh, it's very similar to what I do, you know. He has a podcast, although I would say his stuff is much higher quality than mine. Like, he has a full-on, like, kind of like your setup with the Yeti microphone and the pop filter. He's got a full-on studio. And it's it's a basically a higher uh, res version, a better quality of what I do, and I I like that guy quite a bit. I like that answer, and I'm going to check out Young Crip tonight after this is over. But uh, you see him on TV. The big one, I guess, would be, and this is really old for you, but like uh, there was Ironside, the detective in a wheelchair. Is there a pop culture cripple guy that you like, or is there one that you hate? I, I fucking hate uh, Walter White Jr., man. I, I could go off on that guy for years. I love that answer. Uh, yeah, I so I, I won't give away too much about myself, but I, I have a, a disability check from the state, and uh, the first time you get it, they make you get it in person just so they can see who you are and everything. And I go into this office, and I'm waiting in line, and I see this poster of the guy that plays Walter White Jr., and the poster says, you can do this too. And I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be inspirational? What, I can be a shitty actor on a good TV show because I'm crippled? You mean not having legs doesn't stop me from being a bad actor? Wow, this is so inspiring. Uh, I, I really, that, I hate his whole character too because, you know, it's about a badass meth dealer who's dying from cancer to, uh, to provide a living 
for his family. And you see all this cool stuff with uh, the cartel and all that, gunshots, explosion. And then automatically in the middle of the episode, it's just a guy going, oh, Dad, I need a grilled cheese. It's, it's, it's so terrible and, like, tone deaf to the form of the episode. I always hated, uh, I always hated Walt White Jr. as a character. Um, Sweet. He's, yeah, he's pretty bad. You know how the, the Walt culture is now, like, don't have a straight person play a gay character, you know, um, because there's plenty of gay actors out there or whatever. Yeah. Do you feel like, uh, do you get pissed? Like if you see like, uh, some guy faking being in a wheelchair, like Brian Cranston so, in that movie with Kevin Hart, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that movie. I did not get pissed. Okay. Cause I could really care less. I mean, the guy that voices Joe Swanson isn't crippled either. And uh, I'm not mad at that. So, um, but I, I did see a bunch of, uh, a bunch of retards get mad at it. And really, that's why I don't hang around other cripples is because they look at this like it's a brotherhood of some kind, like we're a community. Let me tell you, the second they invent a cure for my shit, I'm leaving you crippled in the dust. I'm not ever going to remember what I came from, okay? I'm just leaving all that shit behind me, and I'm going to run up the stairs like Rocky Balboa. Is it more infuriating when that other cripple collective gets mad, or is it more infuriating when someone like me gets mad on your behalf? Uh, I would say the getting mad on others behalf is really the worst part uh that's what the whole ban on the word retard was about people that weren't actually retarded were getting mad at you using the word retarded and really that's the whole basis of woke culture is people getting mad on someone else's behalf and i, I that to me is the cancer on society I agree with that, and I wouldn't get mad on your behalf. I think it's it's pretty presumptuous for me to decide how you feel and got you like you can't stick up for yourself and say what you might need to say. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And it's also it shows how egotistical those types of people are. Because let's say that I was offended. What are you going to do about it? Are you? One one white chick named Tiffany, are you going to save the, the hardships of my people? Are you, are you the motives that way you're painting yourself as in this story? Uh, I, I really, I can't stand, I don't even get offended by anything anymore, because I think that as a concept in itself is gross. I dislike a lot of shit, but I try not to get offended because most shit isn't said towards me. And how could I get offended unless you're saying something to me personally? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. Here, Special Olympic sports. I am. Uh, I'm not a fan of those. If you were, which one could you compete in, or would you like to? Probably like I was actually in a. Uh, I was in a. Um wheelchair basketball game for a very short period of I was on the team in like elementary years I'm not exactly sure on the age but it, it's basically like watching the WNBA 
I mean, uh, nobody. <laughs> That's the best answer ever. <laughs> yeah, nobody really wants to watch it. They just tune into it because they want a virtue signal to other people about how good they are for wasting their time watching that garbage. Did you feel like, and I don't want to say anything about your parents, but like people that cared about you trying to show you like you can do this or that. And you're like, let me figure out what I can do. You don't need to tell me what I can do or force me into that. You know, cause I well, I, uh, I, I definitely, because my doctor was the uh, starter or manager of the league, whatever you want to call it. And I can definitely say that she pressured me into it. But I actually did get into sports later in life because throughout high school, I was on the coaching side of my football team for all four years. Um, but as far as the basketball thing, I, I was bored through, it only lasted one game because it was so fucking boring. I'm going to clip some of that for, uh, Drew and Mike, because they will love your, uh, answer about the WNBA. They rip on it all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, the only way, the only way that the WNBA would get interesting is that they put LeBron James in a dress. Most of us like superhero movies. I was wondering, like, uh, the uh, M. Night Shyamalan trilogy, like Glass, Unbreakable, all those. Did it strike a chord with you? I haven't seen those, actually. I haven't seen any of those. Oh, one guy can't be broken, and the other guy, if you just flick him in the head, you break his skull. I was wondering, you know, one guy's super crippled, and the other guy can't be stopped. You should watch him. That question. Yeah, a- I, I get a lot of, uh, as far as crippled in movies, I get a lot of the, the, uh, other people tell me, oh, you should watch this movie where Stephen Hawking falls in love with the nurse. And I'm like, and I'm, A, that you can tell that's Hollywood right there, right? Because most nurses aren't going to look as hot as like a Lisa Kudrow would. They're going to be, they're going to be fat and have stretch marks all over them. Right. And B, why would I fall in love with the woman that wipes my ass? <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. You should. You should watch those movies. I, just, I, I thought it was a great premise. Like one guy is indestructible and the other guy is glass. That's why it's, that's, you know. uh, that's Bruce Willis in that one. Right? Yep. Yep. And, uh, Samuel yeah, I'll L. check them out. Okay. Now we'll move on to other stuff. Here's one thing I got to ask you. And I think these are funny questions. I, I support the podcast I listen to. Like, I, I'll buy, you know, if they get a sponsorship, I'll buy the products and stuff. Depending on what they're selling. Drew and Mike is a good one because they're local. So, you know, I go to, I go to the butcher shop that advertises on their show and I buy meat there and stuff like that. But over the course of time, like, I have a Manscaped I've never used. I just bought one. Do you do that? And I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm being presumptuous, but I imagine your income's probably a little bit limited, so you don't, you can't necessarily uh, spend a lot on that type of bullshit. Well, I, I, yeah, that's true, but also I don't really uh, shave because there's no point to it, really. I mean, the the girls that fuck me are already fucking a cripple so you really don't have to upkeep your uh your looks or anything 
But I do support, I do like to support the shows that I like. I normally do it through like Patreon and that kind of stuff. What, what I, the two I was wondering on, and these are kind of me being a, a smart ass or whatever, is, uh, Who's Right used to advertise a bidet, and I thought that might be a good thing for you. And, uh, Blue Chew, I don't know, um, I don't know how how your business works down there. You're fucking, so obviously it works. But I thought well, the day might be a funny might, one. This might surprise you, but my uh, my uh, dick is actually the only part of my body that really works 100%. I, I'm blessed in that way, so I don't need the blue chew. And I, I definitely wanted a bidet for a long time. That's on my bucket list to uh, get get one. The problem is that I'm I'm moving into a new apartment pretty soon here, so I don't want to buy one for my house right now and then get it set up and then not use it. Right, you know? right. So are are you going back to school soon? Uh it is all online oh. right now. I'm actually in school. I'm getting oh. uh, kicked out of feminist theory classes and getting deleted from existence. Oh, yeah, you were supposed to read that book. You were talking about it on WATP, right? Uh, we, uh, what me and Carl are planning to do, and I, I hope this goes uh, over well with the audio and everything, is I have taken the liberty to record my classes, and I'm going to cut it up in clips, the best parts. And we are going to do a uh, WACP-style episode on it. Sweet, sweet. We already talked about Walt culture. Um, I'm center-left. I'm kind of a liberal, but I hate Walt culture. I don't know what your politics are, but I we talked about it already a bunch, however, you know, like us. People trying to virtue signal and talk about how I shouldn't talk to you because how you must feel, well... You can tell me how you feel. Right, yeah. And I don't... I I was asked this on a podcast yesterday that I was on, and I was saying, basically, I don't have a person that represents me. I don't think I'm left or right. I I was a big... Uh, I was a big Trump fan in 2016 because I fell for that uh, drain the swamp marketing and... You know, he was an outsider, and I thought he would actually do something beyond give money to the military-industrial complex. And it turns out that uh, nothing much happened. So uh, I I don't think I have a party that belongs to me, really. But we both hate woke people, right? Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how how could you not? Woke people hate themselves. That's why they're looking for something to be offended by all the time. Right. Did you watch the inauguration? The Joe. I Biden? did not. I was at a poker game when that whole thing went right. down, and we had uh, money on golf. So, <laughs> have you heard all that. the talk about the chick that read a poem, and people are acting like it changed their lives? No, no, I, I haven't heard about this. Oh, she was she was some twenty two year old uh, girl. She was a black girl. Not that that matters. She read a poem, and people were like, "It's so inspirational," and I was mesmerized and all this. And I'll tell you what: there's nothing that will bore me more than listening to a twenty something read one of their fucking poems. 
Well, I, I actually, I, I'm into black chicks, right? And uh, my first year in college, I had this beautiful, uh, I had this beautiful, what they call an RA, which is basically a building manager. She handled all complaints and community activities and whatnot. And uh, what had happened was, is somebody in the dorm next to our dorm, they faked a hate crime. So what what it was was there was this black doll that was hung up with the noose in the shower, and they blamed it on this uh, what twenty something white lady. So what they did was they went back to the camera footage, and they actually found that the uh, the guy that reported the hate crime into the police is the same guy that put the doll up. And uh, after that whole thing. Uh, this, uh, RA, she called us down to the lobby and she writes like this swam poetry thing about how she hates the white man and she's really sticking it to whitey. And I got kicked out cause I couldn't, uh, stifle the laughter that I, I had in me. I mean, that it's just so funny to me. It like, if you hate white people, all right, but what is your, uh, what's your artsy-fartsy poem gonna do about it? <laughs> well, that's, that's part of your white privilege, crippled Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You've had everything handed to you. You don't fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, the, the doors, people just open the doors wide open for me because I'm so white. <laughs> all right, here's the question I wanted to ask too. Um, when the COVID vaccine first got released, I have a friend who, um, she works for a healthcare provider, a big one, but she works in administration in an office building away from a hospital. And she got her COVID vaccine in the first week. And I was like, wait, how's that happen? You're not at risk at all. Have you gotten one yet? Because you would seem you're what they would classically classify as comorbidity so yeah i actually i i actually think that this whole thing and they're upselling it and it's more about an experiment on whether the government can control people and see how easy we are to control because i'm everything they say i'm gonna get covid right i hit every mark for someone that gets COVID. Yeah, I, that's I what smoke, I would think. Yeah, I smoke cigars. I'm, I'm a little overweight. I don't get any exercise. I'm all, My immune system is already weakened because the palsy I'm born with. And I don't wear masks. I don't do anything these people tell me to do. And I've, I've, taken, the, uh, I've taken the COVID spit test countless times. you got to take it every three months now going to college. And I've been negative every time. I'm still going to poker games. I'm still hanging out with people, doing these uh, illegal gatherings, as they like to say. And I, my health has not gotten any worse. So uh, I, I don't plan to get the vaccine because I'm already dealing with one palsy. I don't need another one. I, I can deal with uh, your idea of uh, not wanting to take it or don't not feeling the need, but. Have they pumped you to the front of the list saying, hey, you want one? So I'm actually, I'm moving into an assisted living home. And one of the first things they said um, 
when I moved in, is they have a vaccination list, and they said, hey, we can put you on the front of the list if you want one. And I said, no, I'm not getting it. I don't trust it. And they left it at that. I was kind of surprised. I thought they would say that I need to get it to move in as a resident or whatever. But, no, they just uh, they said, oh, yeah, that's all right. You don't have to take it. And I, I went on with my day. Cool. That's fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. Whose show is better? Who's right? WATP or The Dick Show? Oh, man. I I, got to throw out who's right. Sorry, Doug. But uh, it's a real Sophie's Choice here. I mean... I would probably say overall, I, I like the Dick Show better, but uh, you know, I, I give money to both, so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both of those shows. It's just that uh, Dick Masterson really like uh, started. He's the one of the people that may, helped me realize that I could be funny. So I, I always got to give credit to that guy whenever I can. You know, um. And probably because it's far back or whatever, and I don't listen to every episode, but I've never heard you on the Dick Show, so I don't know how your appearances there have came off. I'm actually, I'm getting a lot of fan mail for this most recent one because I'm telling my feminist theory saga, and a lot of people love that one. And I I, I got a, uh, I got some money, I got a money donation on PayPal from a guy that said he'd been listening to the Dick Show and WATP for uh, two years, and he'd always appreciated my voicemails and everything I do on there. And uh, I I was surprised to get money, but, uh, yeah. I can see those guys liking you because the temperament of that show, and I can see why they would really like you. I mean, obviously... I think everyone on Who's Right and uh, WATP does as well, but I can see why uh, those guys would really like you. You know, I'm on that uh, that subreddit all the time, and those guys have a they have an opinion. Oh yeah, we're we're not afraid to give our opinion, and uh, you know, the, the Dick Show is sometimes therapy because they often ask what makes you a rage, and you. You get that out on the show, and if you can get it out in a coherent way, it, it feels better in a way after you do it. I've, I've always felt that way about the show. Every time I do an appearance, I'm uh, internally at peace because, you know, I'm talking about everything that pisses me off for 30 minutes. <laughs> out of those three guys, again, we'll go back. We'll put Doug back in the mix. Who's the bigger dick? Doug, Carl, or Dick? Because they're all kind of assholes. I like them all, but I mean, they're all kind of assholes. I would say, uh, I would say Carl is, because Carl, what I love about Carl, this is what I love about the show too, is he reads people like Stuttering John, Opie, all these people. He reads them in such an accurate way. And I, I think you, Afanin Kumia even said that he knows Opie better than he does at that point. So 
the way Kyle like uh, evaluates people and breaks down the clips, I, I I would have to say Carl's the bigger asshole. But uh, I love him for that. You know what I mean? It's always when he breaks down these clips. Not only do I uh, not he brings up stuff that I don't think about, but most of the time he just says what I'm thinking off the top of my head. Yeah, he he is very good at that. You're right. He has a surgical knife. He can get in there and uh, dissect the shit very well. And I, I like, too, that he, and I'm going into marketing, too, but I, I'm a novice, so I don't really know much about it. But uh, one of the things I always liked is that him coming from a marketing mindset, he really can break down what the adverts would ever show me like for the show and for example this stuttering John thing it's fucking hilarious that they wouldn't pay him for an ad and he just took the weed as payment that's that's so funny to me like and, uh, there's shit like that that I would never pick up on you know cause I'm not I don't work in that field I'm coming to the end of my questions but here's the last big one I talked to you about this before when we first met or whatever. Like, your podcasting setup is pretty minimal, right? Right, yeah. I don't have a uh, studio. I'm, I'm basically doing it out of my bedroom on my phone. When you when you hear me on WACP and all that, that's where I am. If I started GoFundMe for you, let's say for $1,000 to get you a rig, are you okay with that? I don't want to. Oh, do, absolutely! I don't uh, want to do I, anything in your name, but I think if we push this out there, and I probably can get a, you know, we, not just me. I'm not that influential, but I bet we can get some other people to share this if we start a GoFundMe to get you a real podcasting setup. Is that okay? Yeah, that's totally uh, fine. I I would need. Uh, I'm not a tech guy. I'm. I uh, I'll drive not- down and help you set it up. If, if, yeah, we, if yeah. we make the money and make it happen, I'll come down and help you set it up. Absolutely, man. I would love to have a good podcasting rig, and uh, yeah, it would pretty much make everything better if I did. So, all right, I'm gonna set one up, try and spread the word around uh, to all the mutual podcasts we listen to. I got to ask you: Do you know who uh, We Are Assholes is? The spreadsheet show. Yeah, I was on that show with PJ, my buddy PJ. I love that. Yeah, guy. yeah, PJ. PJ's a good guy. That show's uh, Dave left the show, so it's kind of different now. But oh, really? Okay, I remember yeah. when I was on the show, he had me sing a Beach Boys chorus, and we did some math. And I gotta tell you, buddy, I I love you, man. You're entertaining. But your idea, the premise of your show is kind of retarded. I, I love going on that show, too, but there was, I, the whole spreadsheet thing, and you have to add to figure out who wins. PJ, I don't want to do math on a podcast, man. I don't like it is because they have no rhyme or reason for the math. They're just like, okay, that answer gets a four. Why does it get a four? You know I, mean? I, I thought that was funny. That was the funny part. I don't like doing the math. If I could just not do the math, then we're good. 
I don't want to have to think when I do these podcasts. That's now that's not entertaining. Right, right. Because when he when he says that and changes the numbers, you're like, is that right? So then you got to do the math as well to make sure he's not fucking around. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, I, I like this show too, and I, I love PJ, especially your parodies, man. Keep up the parodies. Oh, PJ. dude, yeah, P, PJ is great. Um, I like the parodies, and I like him, so I'm happy he's getting some some shit out there. It's good. I like it. Do you know uh, you know Boomer Bob as well, right? Uh yeah, he's from uh the Who's Right crew, is that right or what, I'm um, familiar with the name. I know I've talked to him in Discord a couple times. Yeah, he's done Who's Right shit, but he has a Boomer Bob show and he also does uh the Bullhorn podcast with John Jamingo. I don't know if you've heard that name. No, I, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, he's a <laughs> he's all right. He's a piece of work, but while we're uh, while we're promoting, I I do co-host a podcast from time to time. It's called uh, Chimping Out with Isaac Jackson, and uh, we we bring in um, we just pretty much talk about life, you know, kind of like how we did on this podcast. It's basically the same format. uh, Hey, 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 wait. Just reset and give out all your shout-outs, like Twitter, your podcast, all all the shit where we can find you. So I am uh, on Twitter at CrippleJesus. I'm on uh, Dick Masterson's PayPig.org at CrippleJesus. Which is basically a Twitter, but you can say all the things that Twitter doesn't allow you to say. I'd, I'd highly recommend it. It's a great website. And, uh, I am on the podcast, uh, Chimping Out with Isaac Jackson. I'm a co-host. We don't exactly have a schedule. It's, it's just like kind of a get together when we can thing and we record it. And uh, I, I'm also on a bunch of other podcasts, WACP, uh, The Dick Show, uh, this show, PJ Show, I went on a couple times. Uh, I'm, I'm just on a lot of podcasts. What happened to the Cripple cast? So that show, um, it is actually related to The Dick Show. I had a, uh, I don't know if you would call it a falling out, but basically... Um, my co-host was like one of those traditional like people and he had like a problem with gambling and drugs. And I was like, look, man, you can like disagree with what I'm doing, but I'm not going to like, you're not my mom, man. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Telling me to stop doing this shit. Like. Number one, why do you care? And number two, it's good. It's good for the show because those are things to talk about. Like at a certain point, you're, it's going to get boring if you just talk about uh, video games and uh, why why the white race needs to still exist. Nobody wants to hear that. So you know, it, it kind of fell, and I'm also it's. Partially my blame too. I'm I'm pretty lazy, which is why I would say I don't have a podcast of my own. Because you know when you go on Carl's show and you go on Dick's show, 
you really don't have to do any prep. You just have to find the thing to talk in, and then you talk into it. I agree with all that. What I would like to say is it would be pretty presumptuous or asshole-ish for me to go to a guy with cerebral palsy. Is like, why you smoke weed and fucking gamble? You know? Yeah, fuck right, you, yeah. dude. Fuck but, you. Uh, that's, um, that's basically what happened to that show. I mean... I, I would do my show, but the thing is, I, like I said, I'm lazy, and I would probably have to get to the point where I make enough money off of it to live, because I, I don't think I could uh, balance uh, hiring nurses and having a job and doing a podcast. I know there's people that have a hell of a lot more workload than I do, but I'm just saying, me as a person... I don't, I don't think I would be able to crank out my own show oh, like well, that. Well, no, dude, and I don't mean this wrongly, but when I got to go to work, I can wake up and be in the car in five minutes if I'm late. You could never do that. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. We'll end it here. I appreciate all your time. I just want to say I'm going to work on the GoFundMe and... I'm going to try and get some other people involved so no one thinks I'm trying to, like, uh, latch on to your stuff or whatever, keep it all above board. But I think we could probably get you, like, a 1000 bucks for a nice podcast rig pretty easy, I would think. Oh, yeah. I, I know one thing for sure. If I could just... Uh... Get a get a good microphone. It would save a lot of people trouble when I go on their show. So, uh, well, we want to get you. You know, if you're compelled, we want to get you like a stationary camera too, so you ain't got to hold your phone and shit. You know, right? Yeah, and uh, I I know Carl would appreciate it. I know Dick would appreciate it. And if you're uh, if you're compelled to join and you want you like what you hear of me and you just want to hear it clearer and louder and better, uh, go ahead and uh, donate to this thing. Yeah, dude, you provide a voice. I think a lot of people presume to speak for someone in your condition. They don't. They don't get it at all. Yeah, 100%. I'm actually glad that I have everything in my mind working up here because I see the people, you know, that are born with uh, brain disabilities and that stuff and their whole life is, uh, their whole life is people talking for them. And you can tell that they're not, they're not happy with it, but what are they going to do? They can't learn stuff. Like, they're physically unable to learn stuff and pick stuff up like uh, normal people would. So I'm, I am I think that's one of the things that makes me me. And I'm, I'm able to, you know, if something's fucked up, I'm able to say that it's fucked up. Okay, we'll close out just hard. I'll add the ending in, but I want to thank you for being here. If you um, do, you have the link to uh, my softly weekly Discord. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to join over there, I think we're gonna do a little after show. If you want to hang out for some bonus content for the Patreon, I don't know if you're busy or not. I uh I would but my I'm calling in on my phone. I could try it on my computer maybe. 
but my my phone is gonna die in a second. So uh, all right, well, all right, yeah, well, hang up your phone. See if your computer can do it. If you can, uh, there's a, a bunch of dudes I bet would love to bullshit with you for a minute, and we're gonna figure out that GoFundMe. Hey, Cripple Jesus, thank you so much, dude. You provided me tons of enjoyment. Every time you're on the show, you add content, and I love it. Oh, I, I appreciate the kind words, buddy. Thanks for having me on. All right, I'll talk to you, man. See ya. What they